Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey, my friends, it's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to a special episode of The Brendan Show. Hey, I'm Brendan Burchard, and I'm honored to be your high-performance coach today with this episode. 
I've spent the last 20 years studying human behavior change and writing, coaching, and training literally at the top levels on the topics of motivation, focus, productivity, confidence, and more. My goal, inspired by my own personal journey, is to help you and my audience live, love, and matter, which means to feel more vibrant, more connected, and more fulfilled in every area of your life. That's what we're doing today. If you like today's episode, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Just tag me, at Brandon Burchard, so I can see you and give you a shout out or a hello. And if you want to go to another level of personal development in your life this month, be sure to join me live every month in my coaching program. Just visit hpxcoaching.com to get signed up. I teach a brand new personal development session every single month, meaning it's like a personal development seminar for you live every single month on the first of the month. And then after I teach that for about 75 minutes, then we do live breakouts where you get to meet new people, network with people, set your monthly goals and establish real accountability for your growth. Listen, you know that expert guidance and real consistency and an inspiring community is critical to your growth. So join me this month on the 1st. Just go to hpxcoaching.com. That's hpxcoaching.com. It's time to level up, my friend. It's time to take your year back. It's time to find that focus and that confidence and that vibrancy and that vibe again. Go to hpxcoaching.com and let me be your coach into fuller levels of high performance in every area of your life. Now, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. What makes a difference in your performance? Let me ask it again. What makes a difference in your performance? Think about your work for a moment. Maybe you're an entrepreneur or, or you, maybe you work for somebody, but when you're crushing it one week, but you suck the week before, why? Whatever answer you come up with probably fits into what we have measured here, what we call performance variables. These are things that they change or you could do to get a different result, right? That's what we call performance variables in the research, okay? So what is it for you? I would love for you to just take a moment right now with your journal and write it down. Like if you have a crappy week and then you crush it, what is the difference? Take a moment, take a moment, actually write down in your journal. Why is it sometimes you suck and other times you crush it. Well, we found there's over a hundred of those different things. But then here's what we did. We, as part of the research, and this is mostly uh, the, the first initial phase that I went through personally, I said, well, is this something that they're doing on purpose? That means, is it deliberate? Can I see that they're doing it? Can I change the way that they do it? Is what they are doing something we can train other people and is it effective whether it's the secretary or the CEO? Okay, this is kind of how you go through the research. And what we did, it boiled down to just six habits. A hundred different performance variables. Now, truth be told, I think I came down to about 31 habits that I really believed made the difference, that fit into these categories. And why are these categories important? Because we can train you on them. You can get better on them. It's not just like your personality and you're naturally good and perfect. 
It's not about natural tendencies. It's about what do you deliberately do to keep climbing, baby? Because a lot of people have unbelievable strengths and skills that we're talking about, but they don't deliver. So they came down to these six habits. And let me tell you what they weren't, though they are important. They weren't the very common things you heard, right? A lot of personal development and the difference between my work and other people's is I've always been the next level guy. I'm the advanced guy, okay? Lots of people will tell you, you know, just keep going, work hard, man, be passionate, focus on your strengths, practice a lot, be grateful, stick to it. But if you read the book, the first chapter, we kind of blow through that because we go, there's a lot of people who are very grateful and hardworking, but they're not high performing. They're not making it. There's a lot of people, you know what? They do practice and they keep losing. There, there's a lot of people who are passionate and are persistent. They ain't got no people skills though, so they're not high performing. There's a lot of good people following the good basic advice. And I'll tell you, I tell you my story in my book. I, I did all these things and you know what? It worked. I got initial success. This is great for initial success but it's not going to take you over the next mountain. It might get you in the game, might not keep you in the game. And so what we found is high performance is not strongly correlated with how old you are, so don't make that excuse. You know, because I hope that when I'm, you know, 100 years old, I'm still watching training from people. Because if you get one insight, look, if, if all you got was tomorrow, you said, you know what, today, I'm gonna focus on being engaged, I'm going to be joyous and I'm going to be confident. You will build yourself better. You will be better on the road to greater levels of wealth and, and abundance and fulfillment in your life from those three things. So if you're just here, celebration, you're already doing great. But high performance, look, men and women, equal performers. Problem is, not always equal pay, and that sucks, and we all know there's a gender gap in pay, especially in the Fortune 1000. And so I'm here to be a champion for everybody who's ever been that. Look, performance is also not tied to nationality. It's not tied to your IQ. It's not tied to extroversion or extroversion, introversion. And that's not just my research. This is literature review, right? Not just strengths. So you don't have like a perfect mix of strengths that makes you perfect. It's not tied to creativity. So if you think like, well, I just, I'm not creative like other people. It's not that. It's not empathy either. Empathy is important, but lots of people are very empathetic, but don't get anything done. <laughs> you know? It's not tied to your years of experience. There's lots of people who have been doing it for something for 20 years, and they're lazy on their bones. And it's not tied to compensation, meaning how much you get paid. There's lots of people getting paid 30 grand who are out hustling people making 100, right? So as you know those to be truths, I also say this, no excuses, none. So you can't say, well, Brendan, I can't high perform in my life because of this situation. I'm being held back in this way at this particular place. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe right now, but I bet you're going to be alive a long time. Maybe it's time to make a decision to get yourself into a better environment where you can succeed. But ask yourself and be accountable always. Own it. Go, am I bringing my best into this environment despite these suckers? Because I'll tell you, I've had jobs before where I looked around some coworkers. I was like, man. And they would make me feel bad for having higher ambition to do better. And that's, that's a challenge. You know, you might come from a family or a community or a cultural background where it's not okay to 
you know, really put yourself out there, where it's not okay to celebrate your successes, where it's not okay to become wealthy, where it's not okay to have the ambition that you have. And I'm just here to say this. Do not let anybody or any circumstances around you ever limit your ambition, ever. Don't let that happen. Because look at the greats. A lot of them came from nothing. And they didn't have support. And they didn't have, you know, a silver spoon in their mouth. And they still made it. They still made it. How? High-performing habits. That's what got them there. That's what takes them to the next level. So don't think it's like if you weren't, you know, imbued with a perfectly creative mind or you don't find yourself, you know, as likable as other people or you feel like, you know, you take your Myers-Briggs and there's some... There, look, Myers-Briggs is not correlated with long-term high performance. It's just not. Personality isn't. You know that even in the big five personality traits measured in academic sciences for psychology, and those typically are like, you know, um, whether or not your, your levels of openness, let's say, your levels of conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, neuroticism, that kind of thing, those big five. The only one that really is, has a good correlation over the long term is conscientiousness. But here's the, here's the deal. Even that one isn't that particularly impressive in its strong correlations in lots of different domains, meaning across people's domains. It's very important, by the way. And by the way, anybody could say something is correlated with something, right? Uh, I, I, I challenge my own research because you know what? We also found strongly correlated with success. I don't know, people who took showers. People who eat food. Wow, I mean, look, we could say, people who wear shoes, uh, succeed. I mean, we could make all, I mean, there's no doubt that you can bend the science towards whatever, and a lot of psychologists do that, unfortunately. We did a pretty good discipline here in the research. But I will share it with you. I don't think I have all the answers either. What we found is the research suggests these things, and there are strong correlations. But what we definitely found is you cannot blame where you are from. You cannot do that. Because we had people who had no money, and they're crushing it. And I bet there's people right now, like you were the first one in your family. How many, how many of you were the first ones in your family to really succeed? I mean, really do it. You didn't have a lot of things. Maybe you had you know, a very challenging upbringing, just like your siblings, but you crushed through for some reason. Why? It's not because you were better than, or your personality was perfect than somebody else. It was, I bet, the high-performing habits that we'll talk about. I want you to write this one down. No excuses. Right at the top of your journal, my old excuses. And write down everything you've been allowing yourself to think or feel or do to hold you back. The old excuses, right? Well, I'm not happy because my spouse. Well, I mean, your spouse, I know, can significantly shape your happiness, but you got to own your own happiness, right? Look at all the things in the world that can make us unhappy right now. I mean, look at all of them. And look at how easily and almost in some ways, and forgive the language because I don't like this language, but I think it's important to be abrupt with this particular one. Look how pathetic some members of our society are being right now in blaming everything else. And 
being pathetically pulled into the negative karma and the negative energy, right? I do. I think of that, and if you don't like that word, I'm taking it from like even a perspective. Do you remember Winnie the Pooh? You remember Winnie the Pooh? He had those two little friends. He had one of them was like Piglet, the pink one, and he had the other one. What was it? What was it? The donkey, right? Remember Eeyore? You remember Eeyore? Was that a little pathetic little dude? He was a pathetic little dude. I don't know if you don't like that language, but he was a pathetic little donkey, okay? And some people, they are being pathetic like that because oh, they, they say, it's the news. It's got me so down. I'm like, the news? You're an adult and you're letting the news get you down? It's, it's the people at work. The people at work and you're over the age of 18 and you're blaming them for your attitude? I just say, look, conscious adults, it's on us to be self-aware and to own our own feelings and emotions at some point. We can't keep being Eeyore. Did I get the name right? It's Eeyore, right? Yep. The pathetic donkey. Yep. Yes. Okay, I said it. Okay. If you need a little, <laughs> if you like to use a metaphor like that, by the way, make sure you go read a book called The Tao of Pooh. T-A-O, the Tao, T-A-O, the Tao of Pooh, P-O-O-H. It's written by Benjamin Hoff, and it's a book about Eastern philosophy, Taoism, brought into um, and told through the story of Winnie the Pooh and how Winnie the Pooh doesn't get ruffled and why he doesn't get ruffled, but why everyone else around him does. And it's a beautiful book, and it's a beautiful metaphor for this reality that maybe we shouldn't be blaming everything, you know? I think we have entered a, an area where it's so easy to blame that. Oh, you know what, Brendan? My generation, we're being looked at this way and that way. No, you're not, okay? Anytime someone says a whole generation is anything, they're operating from a place of ignorance and judgment that just should not be done. So apologies for any of you out there who try to teach generational training. I'm cool with where you're trying to come from there. It just inevitably, if you're responsible, you can admit you're inaccurate. No one can speak for a generation. No one can say, well, the millennials are like this and the greatest generation was like that because inevitably it's inaccurate. There's too much variability in both performance, too much variability in both personality, too much variability in income, too much variability in lifespan, too much variability in lifestyle to ever competently say one generation is like this. If you hear someone doing that, I usually say, it's in, you might listen, you might pick up a, a tidbit of a, a generic statement. Just beware of being judgmental. Because right now we're in a place, and why am I bringing this up? Because I promised to talk to you guys about business and career as well. And right now, in a lot of businesses right now, um, multiple generations are being discriminated against in how they're treated. That you know, millennials might be being talked down to, and those who are at the upper level, uh, who have years and years and some gray hairs, they might be being talked down to as well. It's like, look, we all need to give a little bit more respect and patience and credit to the people that we work with and we serve with. They have long days. They got families. They got other competing priorities. They might not have as much equal skill and training. Everybody's different. So don't make a general statement. And I think it's really important, too, because we see that with nationality. We see that with where people come from and ethnicity, that there's a lot of discrimination and ignorance still today. And, you know, I'm blessed to travel around a lot. 
And I'm blessed to have literally at our events, we have people coming from 40 countries around the world, every age, race, possible background. And it always inspires me that so many people are striving to be their best, no matter where they come from. So I would just say to you, if you want to go to another level in your career, make sure that you are meeting the people at work and giving a great amount of respect to others and appreciation to others, no matter what you think of them. Because you cannot count out that 70-year-old white dude, and you can't count out that 23-year-old fresh face who still hasn't learned to iron a shirt, okay? You can't do it. You just, it, it, you, you're going to be wrong. I mean, I get, I'm blessed to coach and work with some of maybe the most extraordinary people on the planet. I got a, a client, we tell his story in the book from Silicon Valley. I mean, he's moving the needle of the world. And, you know, young guy. And everybody, you know, discounted this person at some point. They were wrong. So dis, don't discount by based on these. I know this might be like, yeah, yeah, I get it, Brendan. But your next level of performance is going to come from the way in which you engage the people around you. And if you are judging them quickly, you're in trouble. That's all I'm here to say, because you probably can't guess their performance. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that. And frankly, I needed to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, a lot of stress comes along. And as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive. And not once in a while, but like every day. You, you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't gonna do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are you know basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product. And you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created that's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com. Next up, I want to address one big elephant in the room, and that is about strengths. There is a very big issue um, that we have been bought and sold about the strengths. And I say this with respect because strengths are a good thing. Like, I love to do things I'm strong at. It's great. But I also know that my strengths are not sufficient for me to go to a new level too. They're part of the equation, but they're not all the equation. Because here's what we found. High performers do not report working on their strengths any more than other people do. Let me say that again. We all, again, that cart before the horse thing, we think, oh, they're working only on their strengths and that's where they're high performing. That is not true. There are plenty of people who are working a little outside of their confidence or comfort or competency zone and they're high performing, okay? 
you don't have to have this perfect mix because you know what? I know a lot of people who took the strengths finder and they scored really high and they feel good about themselves and they can't do crap. Okay? I know you do too, right? If you're in an organization that they rolled out the strengths finder, you saw it probably didn't do what they or what you were promised. And so I think it's a feel-good attitude, and it's better than just bemoaning our weaknesses, but our strengths are insufficient. And here's the thing, it doesn't matter anyway. And I know that sounds flippant, but high performers, they're not like, what am I strong at? What am I perfect at? Let me just do that. We want to do that. That's very Instagram-worldly. High performers are saying, who am I and what am I? They're not saying as much, who am I and what am I good at, though they know those answers. Listen, please be, listen to me. Self-awareness is high. Who am I and what I'm good at? They score high on that. But the question of operation for the day isn't usually in the morning like, who am I? They're going to say, what is required to be of service here? And how can I grow into that and lead others to deliver exceptional service? What's required to be of service here? Right? What is required? Video communication was not my strength. I, I was terrible at it. I knew it was required to be of service in my industry. So I developed the skill. Same with public speaking, terrified. Look, I don't have any notes in front of me right now. I'm not reading a script. This is, I'm looking at the same thing you are. And I've been doing this whole thing extemporaneous. I did not have any skill for that. Where I came from, men didn't really communicate more than like six sentences in a row unless all those sentences were like one word starting with the F and each had a period. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't grow up with an incredible articulate group of people around me, okay? And I'm not judging that because I wasn't either. So it's not about, like, I was naturally skilled at this. It was, listen, I identified the primary skills that were important to my career. And I went and mastered them, regardless if I had any affinity or strengths in that area. Let me say it again. I identified the skills that were necessary in my industry and I went and mastered them regardless if I was good or regardless if I liked it. Believe me, the first time I sat down to code a web page, I was like hating it. I was like, this, I don't even think like this. I looked at the web page just like everybody else. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I, I, don't even, I don't even know what this button does. And I was constantly terrified I was going to crash. Something I was like, this, I'm not a technology thinker. My brain was not like that. And that was my excuse. My brain was not like that. Because I also came up during another myth time. We're in myth time right now that all you need is your strengths. There was another myth time, and that myth time was left brain versus right brain. And it was just because neuroscience was pretty old, but very definitively, you do not have a modus operandi of left brain versus right brain thinking. If you still think that, I would love to encourage you to check out the neuroscience of the last two or three years. Your brain is not just left-right hemisphere and left-right thinking. That's not how it... The brain is like an intricate spider web of everything connected. And there are things that we think that were only, you know, zeroed in on the left hemisphere that also come to the right. The history of where that comes from is because uh, the visual cortex and how we use our hands was very much tied towards left and right hemisphere stuff. Same thing with the visual cortex. But the issue here is that it's, I used to say, well, I'm just not right brain thinker. I used to say that. I'm just not a right brainer. I literally said that. I'm just not a right brainer. Because back then, it was popular to say right brain 
versus left brain. Now we know that's a completely absurd connotation. It's a convenient metaphor, it's just not accurate. And so I encourage you to check out some recent site in the last couple of years that has come out that just completely debunked that entire idea. What we do need to know is, okay, do we know how to tell stories? That's a skill we can develop, no matter how your brain is built, okay? Can you be more thoughtful about your work? Sure. And some people say, well, Brennan, you don't understand. Some people are just built to be more creative. Creative is an innate strength. Well, sure, we could argue that almost anything is an innate strength. If you're good at it, everyone could say, well, that, you're just born that way. People say to me, Brennan, you were just born writing books, right? I'm like, what? You know? And it's like some things I am good at, like naturally good at, like racquetball. Naturally, I don't know why I'm good at racquetball. I'm better at racquetball walking on a court than I should be based on how much I do it. But I also get my butt handed to me. Is that a phrase? So I get my butt handed to me on the racquetball court by people who've just done it more than I have, right? And so it's not about natural talent and the talent myths. And it's important to say that. So I would love for you to write this sentence down if you haven't already. What is required to be of service here? And how can I grow into that or lead others to deliver service? What if you walked into your business every day and you asked that question? What happened if you walked into work tomorrow and you said, what's required to be of service here today? And how can I grow into the person who can do that service better or develop my team to develop that better? Instead of going to work and going, well, what's going to happen today? I better check my inbox. What are they going to do? And I know I'm being a little bit facetious here, but I hope you get the idea. High performers aren't focused just on what they're good at. They're focused on what is required. All right. Hey, my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're ready to go to another level, don't forget, go to hpxcoaching.com. Let me be your coach. Let me spend the first of each month with you, giving you a personal development seminar. Let me help you get unstuck, break through your emotional blocks, find your real clarity, your real passion, your real purpose, and implement the habits that you know you need to implement. Change your life by getting a coach, getting some expert guidance. Listen, you got as far as you could get. You're here, You're, you, 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 you've achieved so much in your life, but to go to another level requires another level of mindset, another level of discipline, another level of direction and community and consistency. And that is what my coaching program is all about. So go to hpxcoaching.com. And listen, if you're ready to go to a whole other level, I'm hiring. Please go to brandon.com forward slash hiring for our open roles. I got a big secret project that we are rolling out and you'll only find information on that at brandon.com forward slash hiring. We've got, I don't know, 10 or 12 open positions there. If you ever wanted to work with me, if you wanted me to be your leader, you wanted me to literally employ you and help you grow in your career and do what we do serving this mission of helping people around the world achieve their dreams faster, helping them improve their lives. We live every day as a team to do that, and we are currently hiring. Uh, we're building out a new product, and we need some people to help us 
do that. Brendan.com forward slash hiring. If you don't know how to spell my name, don't even think about it. <laughs> We're looking for people who are pros. Uh, if you're interested in internship with me, don't go there. We're not hiring interns. If you're interested in starting your career with me, don't go there. We are an A team here. We've got people who are really experienced. So if you're new to personal development or you're new to marketing, you're probably not going to be the person we're looking for. We're looking for people with at least three years of professional experience in a lot of different roles because we take this role very seriously. We get to change lives and millions of them every single day. That's the work. So we're looking for real pros, top of your game, ready to come on to an organization that reaches just as many people in the world as any other personal development influencer or trainer on the planet. And we'd be excited to have you join us in a big new initiative we're rolling out for the beginning of the year. I can't even tell you any more about that. Go to brendan.com forward slash hiring if you'd like to work with us. And if you just want to go to another level and have me as your coach, not your boss, go to hpxcoaching.com so I can give you a brand new personal development session this month to help you set your goals, get on track, get unstuck, and achieve your ultimate difference. Go to hpxcoaching.com for that. Thanks again for listening to The Brendan Show. You all mean so much to me. I have so much coming out in the next couple of months for you here that's going to be unique and special, and I know you're going to love it. So keep your head up. I know it's been a hard year. Please remember, as always, you are stronger than you think, and the future holds good things for you. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course? and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules. Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy 
really use and we've relied on for years. Go to kajabi.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan. And I wanna tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now, with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post, we can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own not an option, too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.